O Zion, that bringest good tidings, get thee up into the high mountain. O Jerusalem, that bringest good tidings, lift up thy voice with strength. Lift it up, be not afraid, say unto the cities of Judah, Behold, your God. Behold the Lord God will come with strong hand, strength, and his arm shall rule for him. Behold his reward is with him, and his work, wage, before him. He shall feed his flock like a shepherd, he shall gather the lambs with his arm, and carry them in his bosom, and shall gently lead those that are with young. Isaiah 49-11 I love Dumas, I love the musketeers, I love the sword fights, I love the chivalry, justice, honor, and especially mercy and mercy out policies that were a must for his heroes and used them a lot in my writing. But my all-time favorite is the man in the iron mask, and the intrigue behind the actual person behind that legend. But my thought with it comes from a line from the movie version, my total favorite version of the movie is the one from the 70s starring Richard Chamberlain, I was 10 and thought he was the most handsome man on earth, whom I was totally going to marry one day when I grew up, smiley face. But anyway in the newer version after the foiled cope the good guy is captured again and as he makes his pleas to his sadistic psychotic brother to just kill him instead of putting him back in that mask and to which his evil twin rants and screams with no mercy. And as strange a comparison that this may be it just reminds me of how the enemy and even ourselves can try to put us back into the iron mask that that God has delivered us from. The mask that we either were fitted when we were bound by the shackles of that are sometimes just part of being born into this world, just as Jesus always taught us, and this world is full of evil and only through accepting his salvation, and his peace, can we allow his grace to guide our lives and above resting in the assurance that through him we can overcome and live for him so that we will with him. The mask that we sometimes find ourselves in when we are faced with difficulties so far beyond our control and pain that we just can't deal with so we try our best to hide the hurt, the grief and function through life, at work at home or sometimes even at church. When we try our best to smile and go on when secretly inside, behind that mask we really just want to lay down and cry. But God in life has a way of bringing us out of that because we tend to see hiding our emotions, working past the pain somehow is protecting ourselves, our hearts, when it truth it is the opposite of that, it is not about being courageous it is actually about fear and not so much as being brave but rather our human fear of being broken. Jesus specializes in broken, in fact we have to be broken, broken from our thinking and our false sense of self-reliance so that we can accept him and him he desires for us, which is to live a life authored and finished by him. Trusting him in everything and trusting him in our pain and trials and being who he has created us to be and that can require moments and times of revealing our vulnerabilities to others around us and most of us are not ever entirely comfortable with that. And that uncomfortableness leads to fear and fear makes us want to hide. 2 Timothy 1:7,8. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, and of love, and of a sound mind. Be thou not ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel with me according to the power of God. God gave us liberty through his salvation, because as Jesus told us, ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And that truth is knowing in his word and knowing in him that this world and the suffering, pain, and sorrows is just a little while as Paul had described a thorn in his flesh, that the messenger of Satan had come to buffet, beat, him, as Paul went on to explain what translates to this, if he never went through troubles or faced difficulties or things he could not handle he would have became cold and exalted, and he would have never been effective as a representative of Christ. 
But because Paul did not hid from us, his future readers, or from those around him, his troubles and his pain, and most of all his vulnerabilities, he effectively allowed the power of God to manifest in his life and that power to affect others. I want to remind us all again with 2 Corinthians 12 8-10, For this thing I besought, pleaded with, the Lord thrice, on three separate occasions, that it might depart for me. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength, power, is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly therefore will glory in my infirmities, weaknesses, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distress for Christ's sake, for when I am weak, then I am strong. Of course was by no means saying he loved trouble or going through all the turmoil that he did, but he is saying to us, that by embracing the things he had no control over and seeing them in a different light and doing as we were commanded and counting it all joy that he discovered the true meaning of Christ with him and he and all around him saw the evidence of God's power on his life. And he wrote these words, and Jesus had him record these words to give hope and encouragement to those of the time, those who came before us and us now. When God stripped away the mask of Saul, as Saul persecuted Christians and sought to destroy the church through violence, hatred, and self-righteous, he became Paul and the power of God gave him the ability to show the vulnerability of his true face, the man God had created him to be and God removing that hard, unyielding, iron covering allowed him to effectively minister to others through the revealing of his own struggles. This was the pleasure he took in that, he knew God would prove strong and he knew that this would encourage others to embrace who they were and embrace the gospel for the truth that it is. Jesus brought us out of darkness into his glorious light so that we could be light and once that light has broken those iron masks that use we hid behind, we must be very careful to not allow the devil, the world, and most of all, our own flesh to cover us again with that unyielding iron. Embrace who you are, embrace all the struggles of life that have made you who you are, don't ever feel like you have to be strong and don't ever let anyone make you feel weak for being vulnerable, because we you are at your breaking point or if you have already broke that it when you are shielded, covered, and surrounded by the absolute glory and absolute power of the only, living, holy God and this is why scripture refers to God making our face to shine, in doing so you will shine his light to others giving them hope and courage to embrace the freedom to take off their own masks. John 8:36. If the Son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. And your freedom will inspire others. 2 Corinthians 3:17. Now the Lord is that Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all, with open face, uncovered, bare face, beholding as in a glass, as looking in a mirror, the glory of the Lord, are changed, being transformed, into the same image from glory to glory, even, as by the Spirit of the Lord. You can see from these verses that God is telling us that as we are saved we are changed through His Spirit giving us freedom as we are being processed, changed, through the process of life, and all the difficulties that come with that are actually being used for our good to transform us as God desires. We have to consciously remember His Word and keep that Word on our mind and apply that Word to our hearts, for example when Jesus said that He would never forsake us, that means He will never forsake us. When the Bible promises that no weapon formed against will prosper, that means that no scheme or plot has power to destroy you, it may feel like you are going to be, but you will not be, because God sees with the eyes of eternity. And we must apply His promises to our lives every single day. If we fail to do that, we can easily get off course and forget what we once knew. We go to James 1 23-25, For if any be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, 
he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass, looking in a mirror. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was, glances in the mirror, leaves and forgets what kind of man he even is. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, freedom, and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man is blessed in his deed. God gave us two views of the same issue, we can look honestly or we can give it a quick glance and note that we are after all, just human and go our way and completely forgetting who God called us to be and forgetting his promises and just give up and be quickly lead into the temptation of not particularly liking what we see staring back at us and putting ourselves back into a mask that God had already removed. And that is not his desire or his purpose for any of us. So today I want to encourage you to be who God says you are. And live how he told you to live, and this one is a hard one, when everyone around you is fitting in and hiding their faces behind the masks they feel comfortable in, let Jesus shine through you and let the pain, the scars, be visible because someone else needs to see them. Let them see his gentleness lead you in his paths. Mm -hmm.